Theo Dorsey with ESPN 106.3, joined by Doug Williams. Not just a legendary HBCU football figure, but the first black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. But, but Doug, I, I got to ask you, what, what do you like your career to be defined as? Because I imagine every time your name is in headlines or anybody talks to you, it's always just that. But to you directly, what is, what is it that you kind of define your career as? I think that's left up to a lot of other people. So I always figure uh, the dash is going to be my legacy. So wherever they fill in at, that's what it's going to be. We keep on living until that time comes. For you, seeing that this is the first time in Super Bowl history that there's two black quarterbacks going up against each other, and it's 35 years after you made your big your triumphant not just first start but the win is it is there anything special that you kind of want people to remember because there's been a 35 year gap in between when you did what you did and what these two guys and Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are doing what is it that you kind of want people to remember about those 35 years in between where there were still people making ways and blazing that trail for them well number one I I want everybody to understand that this is a um, truly a historical moment you know, when, when I won the Super Bowl back in 1988, it was a historical moment. And then Russell Wilson, 25 years later, it still was history. And then Lovey Smith coached in a Super Bowl game, and that was a historical moment. But now we got two African-American quarterbacks. What makes it historical is because when you think about the fact that, you know, everybody's talking about this two black quarterbacks playing the Super Bowl, is because years before that, before me, uh, there was a lot of guys that was not operating, offering an opportunity to play in this league. And I think that's the reason why we're here, and it's, it's something that everybody should celebrate and, and look at it from a realistic standpoint. You know, we're we in America, and American is a melting pot, as they say. Everybody's welcome in America, and that's where it should be. And I think everybody, if you're a fan of the National Football League or just a fan of football, just a fan of America, anyway, when you accomplish something, I think it needs to be celebrated. And certainly these two young guys need to be celebrated uh, this weekend. Theo Dorsey with ESPN 106.3, joined by Doug Williams. I grew up in, in Houston, Texas. When I was a kid, my dad moved to this neighborhood in Missouri City. And there were two big monuments in that neighborhood. One was the Freedom Tree. The other one was this big gate in front of this huge house, had a big M smack dab in the middle of it. And I used to pass it all the time, like, wondering, what is it? One day I, I, I asked my dad, what, what's, what's with this big, elegant gate? And he told me who that day Warren Moon was. And when I think about that and I think about what your career was and how you became the, the first quarterback that was black to win a Super Bowl, do you think that, you know, today we're going to have Hurts and Mahomes, first two to square off in the Super Bowl before? Don't you think that maybe without the barriers, yourself, Warren Moon, this might have happened 35 years ago before um, had there been, you know, maybe a different set of circumstances around you guys' career. No, no, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one because you, know, you think about me playing in, in, in Super Bowl in 1988, but it's guys like James Harris, Marlon Briscoe, Joe Gilliam, John Walton, uh, David Mays, and, and, and Jimmy Ray. You got so many guys before me that if they had been given that opportunity, I probably wouldn't have been the first one to play in the Super Bowl. If it had been fair, if the, if the landscape was even, I probably wouldn't have had a chance to play in the Super Bowl. But we are here. You're talking about a league that's over 100 years old. And, and you know, we're just not talking about two black quarterbacks 
playing in the Super Bowl. And, and it is significant, and I think it should be celebrated, and that's what's going to happen. Theo Dorsey with ESPN 106.3, joined by Doug Williams. Speaking of my pops, uh, I, I, forgive me for saying this, he's a Southern guy, but I will <laughs> say this much. He uh, has a lot of reverence, as we all do, about Eddie Robinson. And I, I was in my doing my research for this interview, I noticed what Coach Robinson said to you after you won that Super Bowl. And if given the chance after this Sunday, what would you say to Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes about um, what they're setting the stage to do and going forward and also kind of helping them illuminate? Because Coach Robinson illuminated to you how big of a deal it was what you did 35 years ago, it's a huge deal again today. What would you tell them? Well, it is a huge deal, you know, and, and it's hard to say what I would tell them because it has not happened yet. I'm, I'm not in front of them, so I don't want to sit here and, and fabricate something that I don't know what I would tell them, but uh, I can say it is. It's certainly for me, uh, James Harris, Warren Moon, and all those guys getting to watch these guys, and I know a lot of those guys probably resonate and say, wow, this could have happened a long time ago. Today, I think the most important thing for those two guys is to concentrate on the game first. Concentrate on the game first, and when it's over, you know, whatever I tell them or anybody else to tell them, uh, kind of like Coach Rob. And, and the thing he told me was something that with my daddy, who told me the same thing, you know, growing up about Joe Lewis knocking out Matt Snelling. So I understood where Coach Rob was coming from. Uh, those guys won't understand Joe Lewis. It would be a big thing, but but I'm sure they're going to be reminded that uh, whoever wins the game going to be reminded that, you know, Doug was the first and things like that. But but I think guys just got to carry on because they're young enough to to come back and win another Super Bowl, maybe play each other again. I think, I think you got to look at it from that standpoint. And the other part of this thing, too, if you look at it realistically, uh, the black quarterback has made a tremendous game in the National Football League. And in the next five to ten years, uh, half of the quarterbacks in the league probably going to be black. Like next year, we got two young guys coming in next year and the year after that. So we don't know uh, would, would this ever happen again, but there's a certain possibility, probability that this will happen again. Theo Dorsey with ESPN 106.3, joined by Doug Williams. I, and I'm glad you said that because when we, when we look at what they're doing today, I look at the future of that position. And we had a kid coming out of high school here, Ahmad Hastings, and I just interviewed him about the significance of Mahomes and Hurts facing off in the Super Bowl. And he brought up to me Doug Williams, Warren Moon, Randall Cunningham. Like, he brought that up, a kid coming out of high school. He'll be playing football at UMass this year. Uh, going into the fall. He actually early enrolled, and he's going to be a starting quarterback. But even in his recruitment process, as good as a quarterback as he was, he had schools coming at him trying to get him to change positions. We saw this with Lamar Jackson, who also came out of South Florida just five, six years ago. He had to fight for the right to be a quarterback, and then he goes on to win MVP. Are you are you amazed that this is still happening? Yes, because, you know, when Lamar came out, um, you know, one of the top uh, personnel guys said that he should switch the receiver. And, and I think what has happened here, you got you got Lamar Jackson, you, you got Patrick Mahomes, and you got Jalen Hurts. You know what, both all those guys were born with exceptional talent. And the talent, that is to escape the pocket if they need to or if they have to. But I think we all got to sit back and say, those guys are, are gifted. You know, Lamar Jackson threw 30, 35, 36 TDs one year. 
And that's what quarterbacks do. And they did it from the pocket. He didn't do it on the run. Jalen Hurst has redefined himself. He's a great pocket pass. He can read defense, get the ball where it has to go. Patrick McHone has been doing it for the last five years. Uh, you know, getting the ball out of the pocket. But if things break down and and you want to play me two man, uh, before you know it, I'm up your heel. Yeah, you know, you you got to give those guys credit. The fact that they have the ability, but don't deem them as another athlete because they got that kind of their quarterbacks. Joined by Doug Williams, what does a success on Sunday look like to you as a person that doesn't have a, you know, you're nonpartisan, if you will, in in uh in the outcome of this game? Well, you know, it's hard to say though know, when you sit here and don't know what's going to transpire. You know, being having been a player, been around it, nobody really knows. That's like, you know, back in 1988, nobody knew we was going to score 25 points in one corner and only 18 plays. So it's hard to sit back and tell. I mean, everybody look at each other team and even the media and all these pronosticators and stuff can sit back and say, What's going to happen? Eagles has a, a great team all around, defense and offense. Um, has a great team offensively. At the same time, you never know when defense going to let go. So you, you don't know. It all depends on what happened. That ball is shaped funny for because it certainly takes some awful bounces that time. You never know where that ball going to land. So at the end of the day, we all got to sit back, enjoy, celebrate the history, and see where it goes from there. Two more questions, and I'll let you go. I know you got a busy week. HBCU football, you, you see kind of the headlines around it. You were a big part of the wave back then when it was more of the norm. Uh, I'm a Hampton University guy. We haven't been so blessed as of late, but there are programs that are getting blessed. What Where do you see it going the next five, ten years, and, and how do – like people continue to build off the legacy of what some of these recent coaches who have gone back to HBCUs to uh, give back. How does that kind of grow? Well, well, let me say this. Let me say this. And, and you got to understand this. There's only one Deion Sanders. There would never be another Deion Sanders. And what Deion did for Jackson is unbelievable, you know, but, but at the end of the day, everybody's not going to get that. You know, you, you can't go out there and hire a celebrity coach thinking you're going to get Deion. That ain't going to happen. You know, so you got to get a good football coach. You got guys that have been coaching at HBCUs for, for years who deserve an opportunity to be the coach. And the reason why I say that, because they're the ones who understand the black college. Everybody don't understand the black college. When you come from a power five school and you get to a black college and don't have the necessity that you need, you know, you can't complain about that. Coach Rob told us a long time ago that we've done so much with so little, you can do anything without nothing. So that's the, that's how you got to look at it. You got to go in and see what I don't have and, and try to find a way to work with what you don't have. And eventually you get some people to, to roll up their sleeve. You might get what you need. Theo Dorsey with ESPN 106.3 joined by Doug Williams. Lastly, I just want to ask specifically about the importance of representation. Sometimes when People have posed that question of, uh, you know, when we talk about the facts, even me as a sports journalist, we say first time ever two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. People raise the question, why does their race even matter? What, what does representation mean to you personally as somebody that was a pioneer? And also, why should we shoot down that side of it where it's like, who cares about their race? Because for so many years before, that was part of the reason why they were barred from those positions. Well, number one, I don't think you can answer that 
because it's, it's so few of them. It, it's, it's not all American that, that would ask that question because most America would understand why we, we say two black quarterbacks. You know, you got to liken that question to the same uh, thing that is going on in, in Florida when you're trying to, you know, you're trying to erase black history. You can't do that. Too much history has been made. To even when somebody asks that question, uh, the most important thing to do with that question is don't answer it because you're not going to win anyway because that's that's their mindset, the thing about it. But we all know the significance of this game. Uh, we all know how important it is to have two black quarterbacks playing in this league. And if you're a fan of the National Football League, uh, if you're a fan of America, you understand this. And I think we all got to enjoy it. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your uh, Super Bowl week. Thank you. Appreciate it, man.